Welcome everyone to the Only Tip in the Cookie podcast. I'm your host, Larry from Iowa. Man, it's been a long time since we've had a chance to connect. Welcome to season two of the podcast. First and foremost, I got to thank everybody that's been a supporter of the podcast, a listener of the podcast over the past, um, gosh, when did we start this? About eight months ago or something like that. Um, seriously though, thank you for all the outreach and and just the overwhelming amount of support that we've been receiving since since day one. Um, I've mentioned this before, but we've got listeners from literally all over the world, and I just never really thought that this kind of story or these kinds of stories from uh, the middle of Iowa would, uh, I, I don't know, just I, I just never really thought that so many people would be interested in hearing these stories. Um, or maybe I did think that, which is why I launched the podcast. I don't know. So when I started this podcast, I had a couple things in mind. One thing that I wanted to do was I wanted to be able to share the experience or the experiences of being black in a predominantly white corporate America and just sort of uh, show what that looks like and show what I've learned from these experiences. Another hope that I had for the podcast was that allies could listen to these episodes and perhaps learn from them, maybe even see themselves in some of the characters that have been described from stories uh, depicted upon in the in the podcast. Um, take these stories, take these experiences, take these opportunities with folks being transparent and being vulnerable and use that to fuel your journey and allyship. Use that, use the lessons learned from the stories that we're telling to help improve your corner of the world. Again, I'm just really thankful and I'm really humbled that people actually take the time to listen to these stories um, and are growing from these stories as well. So, um, you know, I've thought long and hard about representation. And, you know, with me, you only hear just one perspective, one side of the story. Now, granted, I feel like some of the experiences that I go through or have, have gone through, certainly they resonate with lots of folks um, that consider themselves to be black or, um, or black males for that matter. But what about the females, right? Um, surely if we are experiencing what we're going through uh, as black men in this country, uh, certainly as history shows, um, you know, our, our black women also have a story to tell. With that said, I am very, very excited to introduce you guys to another partner to the show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, meet our newest, our brightest co-host to The Only Chip in the Cookie, Shekinah Young. Hello, Only Chip in the Cookie family. I am super excited to be joining Larry in this podcast and I think we're going to do some great stuff and just talk through some great things on a journey with being the only chip in the cookie and how to make improve our spaces, improve our community to be better for um, some only chips out there. I am Shekinah. I am from Chicago. I came to Des Moines a while ago to go to school, um, college, and I quickly found how I could impact community here. 
how I can be of service to my community. And so I chose to stay. Um, I am the only chip in the cookie in a lot of different situations. As a black woman living in the state of Iowa, um, there are lots of different situations that may occur or come up on a regular basis that have left me to be the only chip in the cookie. And um, being the only chip in the cookie, I think is something that transcends race, transcends gender, faith, all these different dynamics. And I look forward to walking alongside you as we discuss only chip journeys that we walk through in life and how we can be um, better suited for other folks, even being that assurance or support for folks that are only chips in their cookies. I think that when you talk about being the only chip in the cookie, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean to me? I think from my perspective, as a black woman living in the United States of America, um, that is a Christian raised in an urban environment, moved to a majority white state, that looks like having your history erased and you having to learn about it through um, traditions or things that are passed down. That looks like second guessing the things that you, that you think or that you experience because the majority of folks may not share that opinion or they don't share that experience or that thought. They may not even know how to be supportive in that time. I think um, being the only chip in the cookie looks like being your own hype man or woman person because um, sometimes your thoughts, sometimes you are like a trailblazer, right? You're the first to do something or you're presenting a different thought or opinion that may not have gathered so much support as of yet. So being the only chip in the cookie can look like that. Being the only chip looks like self-confident. That's essential. If you're not, it's gonna be a rough road, right? Um, still I rise is the only chip in the cookie. Code switching for survival, mentally, physically, emotionally, is what it looks like to be the only chip. Um, seeing elements of who you are um, celebrated on a social level, but demeaned on a professional level. Um, I hope that makes sense. We can go into that more as we travel through the podcast world. Lots of different elements of being the only chip. And I think as a cookie-loving, okra-eating Black woman in the state of Iowa who is a Christian, who was raised in an urban setting. And um, now I still live in an urban setting somewhat. It just looks a little different than where I was raised. I am that kind of woman. Those things and those experiences have shaped who I am and how I feel and what I believe about a lot of things. And I'm super excited to bring all of me to the only chip in the cookie and to stand alongside Larry and just walk through what that means, you know, to be the only chip and also ways that um, allies or other folks can support or just forming a basis or understanding. I'm happy to be that support and I'm happy to learn as well on this road with you. I am excited and I look forward to this journey of the Only Chip in the Cookie podcast with you. 
I am going to learn alongside you. I'm going to share my thoughts and opinions. I want you to hit us up and let us know what you're thinking and you're feeling. This is going to be definitely a journey that I want to learn and grow with you. And so you have to join us. It's going to be super great. Me and Larry, only chip in the cookie, 2021. We're doing this. All right. And the voice that you just heard was that of the one and only Shekinah Young. And we're so happy to have Shekinah on the show as not only a co-host, but as a co-curator as well. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Shekinah Young. What's going on, Shekinah? Hey, Larry. How are you? Hey, I am doing A-OK. -okay. Fantastic. Um, it's nice to be back in the, in the booth. Nice to be back in the lab, you know, and uh, putting down these these podcasts. But Shekinah, I am so excited. I've, I've shared this with you uh, plenty of times already, but I'm just more than elated to have you as a, as a partner to this show. Thank you so much. I really like the only chip in the cookie. And I think that um, the podcast is dope. It's reaching folks of all kinds of audiences. And we're really making inroads. We're really building bridges, providing education, verifying experiences for folks who are the only chip in the cookie. And sometimes it helps to be like, you know what, I'm not crazy. So how could you pass up an opportunity like that? So I, I think it's going to be great. I'm excited. Oh, man. That, thank you so much. Um, and, and I appreciate that little bit of validation, too, because there have been plenty of times where I've right. seen that cubicle. And I'm like, <laughs> am I crazy? Did I just see, right. did I just see, I know I'm not crazy. So yeah, well, you know, well, speaking of, you know, the only tip of the cookie, I mean, you know, that's, that's clearly how I uh, uh, came into podcasting, you know, it was just talking about my experiences of, you know, being mm -hmm. the only one in the meeting or being the only one uh, uh, on, a, on a class assignment, you know, or being the only one or one of few um in, right. in, in general so um i gotta flip it over to you she kind of um have you have you experienced being the only tip in the cookie ever oh yes <laughs> i have been the only tip in the cookie when it comes to um race and ethnicity when it may come to gender even age um in the workplace in public settings like lots of different experiences as someone who hails from the south side of Chicago, um, where I grew up and where I currently live do not reflect each other at all. And um, like as a student in high school and younger years, I always aspired to be like the president of the United States or a civil rights attorney, or like I always wanted to do these big things. And I knew that where I was wasn't going to prepare me best to do that, that I had to get used to something different. But when I got that something different, I did not enjoy it. <laughs> and so, yes, I have been the only chip in the cookie ever since I came to Iowa in lots of instances. And um, it's definitely been some valuable experiences, <laughs> I would say. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, you know, when you think about the experiences that you've had, uh, being the only chip in the cookie and, mm -hmm. and as, um, somebody that, uh, you know, 
works in corporate America and, and you're very yeah. active in the community and, uh, and, and, and giving back and outreach in general. Um, you know, what are, what are some, some goals or what are some, some uh, uh, targets that you are looking to accomplish in 2021? Absolutely. Well, first, I'm looking to drink more water because Word. like drinking water is the sustenance of who we are, right? Nourish yourself at some point in this. I am not a big fan of water and no pun intended. I am a big fan of cookies. So I am definitely focused on drinking more water and just being more mindful of my own health, making sure I'm getting regular workouts in and uh, prayer, meditation, that kind of thing. But also I am like my word, I do a word every year, right? My word is releve. And releve is um, like a term used in ballet or dance when the dancer gets like on their tiptoes and kind of like twinkle, 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 across the floor a little bit. And I came up with that word because I said, I want to, I want to speak higher I want to do higher. I want to exist higher. So what is like, what is, it can't just be higher. Like what could my word be? And so releve is it. Even when you releve, like you prepare yourself and then you tiptoe, 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 and then you're back down. But you're, it, you don't just go from first position to releve. You go from like first to second, third, then releve. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I think about my goals or like what I want to accomplish as far as my involvement with the community, um, moving forward and progressing professionally, it all centers around relevé. I want to reject imposter syndrome, know who I am and stand firm in that, know that I have great things to value, to offer um, my employer, my friendships, any space that I'm at, I have something of value to give there and don't second guess that because I may be the only chip in the cookie. You know, that chip makes that whole cookie delicious. <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah I my goal for this year is to releve yeah to do higher be higher speak higher operate in that man that is so awesome and let me tell you all right I I am the king of uh uh second guessing and the and the king of it happens doesn't it oh my gosh that, crazy. that imposter syndrome is no joke like for real it is you know it is yeah, I agree. Well, okay. Well, I, I'm I'm so thankful then um, that that you uh, spoke about that because um, I could definitely use some coaching and some encouragement. <laughs> so, all right, it's it's awesome. We're in this we're in this together. So that's let's cool. do it. Yes, yes, yes. And I learned a new word too, relevé. Okay, all right. Relevé. So, hey, uh, I know we I know we actually do have um, some uh, ballet dancers that listen to the show. So, oh, cool. Uh, so, you know they're gonna go crazy and and uh, um, the instagram is gonna blow up after they hear that word so <laughs> i'm looking forward to that i'm sure they're familiar with it <laughs> i i actually i got the word i was scrolling through instagram one day and it was a group i don't like no no low-key shout outs or anything but it was a group of called black girls do ballet okay and they had like a program that was uh releve and it was all these black girls releving and i was like that's me i see me that's my word so yeah shout out to them and the ballerinas that watch the dancers go ladies 
and hey. gentlemen, if you by the way. Shout out, shout out, uh, Misty Copeland. I know that. Um, well, all right, Shikana. So we are at at, at the uh, time of recording this. Uh, we're a couple of days in now to February, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, a lot of us, uh, of course, when we think about February, we think of Black History Month. So. I, I just gotta ask, do you, do you have a word or anything that you'd like to say about uh, Black History Month this year, lady? I am all about Black History Month. I um, went to what I would call a pro-Black grammar school mm. in Chicago. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, every time, day. Out, time out, time out. So if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> and if you are from Iowa, see in, in larger yes. cities, they call elementary school, they call it grammar school. Grammar school. This, yeah, that's, that's what they're true. Their grammar. They learn their grammar, their <laughs> arithmetic. Okay. So they so elementary school means grammar school. All right. Grammar school. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, it was called West Inglewood Christian Academy. And every day was Black mm -hmm. History Day. Every day. Okay. Every day. So um I learned a lot while I was there. And I, I think it's very important. I will always celebrate and appreciate Black History Month. There's a quote about we can do more and see more and look further because we stand on the shoulders of giants. We appreciate that. Carter G. Woodson paved the way. Um, some students after him paved the way for it to be a month instead of the week. And so I will always appreciate Black History Month and stand on the shoulders of that. I know there's some kind, um, sometimes a little pushback because People feel like um, it's only a month, it's the shortest month, all those things. But I think that it's it's like, um, like we were talking earlier, it's kind of like if you bike or if you run, you're exhausting all your energy, you're working the entire time. But when you get to a downward hill or when you get a gust of wind behind you, you don't stop and say, oh, I'm not going to, oh, because everybody else is doing it, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to celebrate because I get this gust of wind. If you have corporations standing behind you, folks from the S&P top Fortune 250, Fortune 500 companies that want to say something about Black History Month or acknowledge it for 28 days, you take them 28 days and run with it, okay? So yes, I am taking it and running with it and enjoying it to the fullest. Um, I, I am not going to take on the role of educator of everybody around me about things of black history, because it is 2021. We all have access to lots of different things. And so, um, yeah, I am going to revel in that. My history is a part of American history and I'm here for it. Black history, 2021. Absolutely. I couldn't say that better myself. Um, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, black, it is important to acknowledge um, Black yeah. History Month, um, as it is equally as important to acknowledge uh, the contributions of Black folk every single day, every single week, mm -hmm. as often as possible. You know, it's funny um, just how much of our daily lives are impacted by um, some awesome right. breakthrough that uh, a black person created absolutely from our, from our stoplights to our to our light bulbs to our you know yep. washer and dryer all that stuff well I, okay I just ice cream a, I, I just made a washer and dryer I'm not gonna lie I just made a washer and dryer but you know it probably it was probably a I believe the iron is I, I don't know I one of them 
lots of things. Whatever made your life, whatever makes your life easier, a black person probably made it. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. No doubt. You like lights, you like black. Exactly. But okay, but I will say this though. I will say this. So, you know, to to our friends in in corporate America that are listening to podcasts and that. Um, look to get some insight and, and perhaps some education from us. I, I, I got to say this, um, uh, and this, this is, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about a, a previous experience. This is a past experience, okay? But if your company has any interest in uh, planning for uh, Black History Month, a um, couple things, two things. One, these are these are two things not to do. Um, one, don't just rely on your uh, black employees, right? That's number one. Um, <laughs> it's okay, you know. I think it's I think some folks are more willing than others to kind of volunteer and talk about those kinds of things, right? So yeah. So don't. And you know, I've even I've even bumped into Larry where um, there's like some planning going on. And sometimes there's apprehension, like, oh, I don't want to get this wrong. I'm not necessarily a member of this community. I'm an ally. So I want to, like, check this with somebody. And I respect that, you know? I'd rather, like, let's work through this rather than a blank piece of paper that's, like... Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, And then number two, I just want to say, you know, we know that we know every year that Black History Month begins on February 1st, okay? So that means you're planning... Your corporate planning for Black History Month, it cannot take place in January. It can't even take place in December. You know it can't take place in December because you're going to have at least, you know, five days in corporate America where no one's doing anything because of the holidays. Mm. So if you're going to for real, for real plan activities (laughs) and, and events or just plan any kind of acknowledgement for Black History Month, you need to plan that in early Q4. I would say, um, you know, mid-October at best, okay? So just, that's a free gem. That's a free cookie crumb for, <laughs> for those of you guys listening out there, all right? Don't just rely on the Black folks to celebrate Black yeah. History Month and plan in advance, please. All right. <laughs> um, so Shekinah, uh, obviously, you know, 2020 was like a crazy yeah most unique challenging year that any of us have ever had in our lives all right um there's so many things that happened but of course that one lingering bully that uh Mm -hmm. wouldn't quite leave is that dang COVID-19 all right yeah uh uh COVID-19 you know he's coming around he's like yo I ain't no punk right (laughs) um and now we have uh some advances made with uh vaccines and things like that you know, within our community, you know, there's been a lot of a lot of speculation, a lot of um, yeah. mistrust, and a lot of absolutely uh, question on you know if uh, if they're going to take part in in getting those two mm-hmm. shots or not. So uh, you know, I, I just got to ask, you know, not trying to put you on the spot or anything like that, but <laughs> you know how how does a how does a, a a young talented person such as yourself uh, interpret all this vaccine talk? Are you going to get one? You know, I have, if you would have asked me this question two months ago, I would be like, I'm going to sit in the back and wait on all of y'all to go handle that. And then once I see you come back and you are okay and they've tested it and somebody else got a better one, then I'd be down. 
<clears throat> but now I'm leaning more towards yes. I, I don't feel like I'm not in the group that's like, yeah, sign me up ASAP right now. No, I don't completely feel that way. I do recognize the importance of doing this. I do think it, I feel like it's kind of like my civil duty is trying to get to this herd immunity as a certain number of people that do become immune due to the vaccine. Like I understand that mo lots of folks participating that needs to happen. But I think just like the other things that happened in 2020, we can't just brush this under the rug as some phenomenon that's just happening. Um, I was listening to the MLK prayer breakfast last month and I think Courageous Fire talked about you have to address in order to address a room a wound you have to acknowledge its existence and so like the history of the United States of America and when it comes to black people and health care and the present like still challenges today birth rates of black women when you have a like a staff that's helping you deliver this baby that don't look like you are not good you know and so i think we have to address that it like it's not just that black people are distrusting flint michigan happened it's still happening you know like tuskegee clearly everybody's been talking about that happened like documented proof so i think dr fauci gave a little shout out like look i understand why black americans would have some hesitancy based on historical reasons but i urge you to get this vaccine so I am more in favor than I am against the vaccine just because I'd rather suffer from any kind of symptom of the vaccine than to have the virus and spread that to other people. These symptoms aren't known now to be contagious and spreading around whatever they may be, but I would hate to pass that along to somebody else that I care about or even that I don't necessarily know and they have more harmful effects. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you loud and clear. Look, I'll tell you too, um, me personally, I've always been uh, uh, very skeptical about just stuff like that, you know? Um, yeah. I, you know, I'm one of those folks that, uh, you know, I've only gotten a flu shot once in my life. And <laughs> I've never got a flu shot. Lee. I got a flu shot once. Never. <laughs> and it, you know, I've I got pretty sick from the flu shot, and uh... know, I haven't had one since. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> don't kill me here. But when it comes to this uh, vaccine, I'm gonna tell you what. There came a moment uh, uh, in time. You know what was it? Uh, probably just a few months back, and I was at home. Uh, this and this. This is you know, had gone on for several weeks, but I was at home with all five of my children uh, who were either dad at of the year, dad school of the year. or daycare. <laughs> I was at home with all five kids trying to work and trying to teach them on Zoom and all that mm. other stuff at the same time. And I was like, you know what? Sign me up for that damn shot. <laughs> Whatever I can do to get me out of this situation, <laughs> Lord, help me. Ooh. I ain't no teacher. You know, so um, so yeah, I have I I haven't changed stances since. So. <laughs> oh, I'm not mad. Do what oh, you gotta man. do, right? <laughs> cool. 
Well, she kind of look. This is uh, this is going to be the start of something big here, something beautiful. Absolutely. Um, I'm really looking forward to uh, to collaborating with you and partnering with you, and um, looking forward to us both, you know, connecting with the listeners and uh, connecting with our audience and and continuing to share our story. I'm 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 so honored that now uh, we have um, the pers- the perspective of of a black female. Um, out in this game and you know I can only I can only talk so much but um, I know if I've been through stuff I know you've been through through double you know and um, you have an experience that that people that can motivate people you have an experience that people can can learn from and um, it's just going to be really exciting to, to partner with you to help um, share some of those stories as well so thank you so much let's uh, do it w- welcome to the podcast this is it this is uh <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fancy digs you have here. Pretty fancy. Right. <laughs> cool. Well, we appreciate you, Shekinah, and um, look forward. We'll we'll check back in on the next episode. Absolutely. All right. Hey, uh, everyone. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, we'll be back real soon with another episode. So stay tuned. <laughs>